Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode from Let's Talk About Your Health. Today we're going to be talking about hepatitis, so let's get started. It affects about 328 million people worldwide, and each year the mortality rates keep increasing. We're talking about hepatitis. So what exactly is hepatitis? Let's find out. So the word hepatitis means inflammation of the liver. Um, And hepatitis is usually caused by a viral infection. So before we start talking about hepatitis, here is a lot of critical functions that are actually done by your liver. Since we're talking about inflammation of the liver, it's important to know the functions of the liver before we get started. So the liver does a lot of stuff, like for example, produces bile that helps with the food digestion, it filters toxins from your body, it can even break down carbs, fats, proteins, and can store sugar. It can also store minerals and vitamins and so much more critical functions that your liver can do. So let's jump back to hepatitis now. How does it even happen and what are the different types? So when I was looking for more information about hepatitis, I actually came across a lot of types of hepatitis. Now, I was meant to research just a couple types, but came across some types that I didn't even know was there, and um, it was very good to know, and that's why I chose to share that with everyone. Um, Some types I knew were there, but were uncommon, and there's actually a type that I did not know um, was even there. So, okay, what are the types of hepatitis? And why are there many types? So there is A, B, C, D, and E. And E is the one that I actually had no idea about. So honestly, I'm glad I researched the hepatitis topic. Um, So what exactly is the difference between each one? Each one has a different treatment and it also is transmitted by a different way. So from A, B, C, D, and E now, what is important about these is that they are all viral infections, but the way they transmit it is different, just as I mentioned um, a little bit ago. So the first one here is hepatitis A. So hepatitis A is transmitted by consuming any food or water. Now, if the food or water is contaminated by feces from an infected person, that's how hepatitis A is going to be transmitted. So an infected person's feces is in a food or water and someone is consuming that and that's how you can get hepatitis A. Okay, moving over to hepatitis B. Now hepatitis B is transmitted if you have any contact with any blood or body fluids and that includes vaginal secretions and even semen. So if any of these fluids have hepatitis B, that can be transmitted to um, the person in contact with all these fluids. So now that could also be moved 
during, for example, drug use, if there's an injection drug use, or even having sex with an infected partner. A lot of other things like, for example, sharing razors um, or any personal equipment um, with someone that is infected with hepatitis B. So that can also transmit the virus. Moving over to hepatitis C. So hepatitis C is also transmitted during um, contact with uh, body fluids as well. Now this is through direct contact um, and that's especially during injection drug use and sexual contact. Okay, now moving over to hepatitis D. So hepatitis D is again direct contact with infected blood. But with virus D, it is actually connected to hepatitis uh, B. So hepatitis D and B are connected. You can't have hepatitis D multiplying without someone being infected with hepatitis B. So technically it starts with hepatitis B and then it transitions to hepatitis D. And the last kind of hepatitis is E, and that's actually a waterborne disease, meaning that it is found in areas with poor sanitation. Um, it could be also resulting from ingesting fecal matter, um, and that would be in the water supply or, um, or anything like that. And if you ingest that, then that's how you can get hepatitis E. Now, there is a reason I didn't know much about, about this virus. So when I looked at it, it said that it's very rare in the United States and North America in general, but it is found in places like um, Africa, Asia, and also the Middle East. Okay, so these are all the types of the hepatitis here. So how exactly are they treated and what can we do to prevent any of these types? So let's find out um, together. So the treatment for hepatitis really depends on which type of, of hepatitis someone has. Again, from A, B, C, D, or E. So let's get started with hepatitis A again. Hepatitis A is one of, one of the short-term illnesses out of all the times. It's acute and it's short-term, as I just mentioned. So having bed rest could be very useful in hepatitis A. Now, other things in hepatitis A would be hydration and nutrition. These are very important. As in hepatitis A, um, the person infected will be having um, severe vomiting and diarrhea sometimes. So hydration and nutrition could be very useful in hepatitis A. Again, it usually, um, it usually resolves um, after a while as it is a short-term illness. Now about hepatitis, B, uh, hepatitis A, um, vaccine is available to prevent this infection. Um, most children will begin this vaccine about a year old or so, and it's a series of two vaccines. And hepatitis A is also available for adults, which I think is, is great. Um, okay, so going to the next um, type, which is hepatitis B. Now, hepatitis B is treated with medications, specifically antiviral medications. The thing about this type, though, is the treatment can be very costly, as you will need this antiviral medications for a, um, over a long periods of time. Um, and also with hepatitis B, you will need to undergo um, several testings to make sure that the treatment that the patient is taking is actually working for them. 
Hepatitis B can also be prevented with vaccines. So it's usually three vaccinations. Um, usually taken during the first six months of childhood. And this vaccination is also very recommended, such as as well as the hepatitis A vaccination. Next would be hepatitis C, which is about the same uh, medications or treatment as hepatitis B. Now, this is usually antiviral, antiviral medications as well, and you are monitored um, to see if the medication is effective for the viral infection. Currently, there is no vaccination for hepatitis C. So, so far, we just have vaccinations for hepatitis A and B. Hepatitis D is um, also um, cannot be treated for with antiviral medications. Now, there are no medications that are really there for hepatitis D. Um, of course, it can be prevented though, but no current medications are for, for this type of virus. Um, now, you can get the vaccination for hepatitis B just to prevent D. Now, as we said earlier, you can't really have hepatitis D unless you have hepatitis B. So if you had the vaccine for hepatitis B, then you should be safe from hepatitis B and D. Okay, and hepatitis E, finally, is there's no really specific therapies available. Now, again, the, the, this is another infection that's acute and short-term, so it resolves on its own. Um, you just need to get rest, hydration, again, uh, nutrients, and it's best to avoid alcohol. Um, so that would also be the case with hepatitis A, as we just mentioned. Okay, so what are some of the tips to actually prevent hepatitis and keep yourself safe from any of the types of the viral infections? So let's find out that together. So the keyword for hepatitis prevention is hygiene, 100% hygiene. Hygiene is so important if someone wants to prevent hepatitis. Now to practice good hygiene is very important and that, that specifically applies to hepatitis A or E. Um, now, if you're in a place where you just, you're not familiar with or you don't know much about, it is best to really avoid anything like local water, ice, raw fruits, raw vegetables, as these are stuff that could actually transmit hepatitis A or E. Okay, so what, what other tips could be useful? So with hepatitis B, C, and D, now these three types are transmitted um, through contaminated blood. So again, with A and E, hygiene is very important. With B, C, and D, it's important not to share any personal equipment as, as mentioned um, a couple of minutes ago. Now, um, not to share drug needles, not to share razors, not to use anyone's um, toothbrush, and of course, not to touch spilled blood. Take some time and, um, and think about that. These are, these are easy ways to just prevent that virus, uh, prevent anything like that to be transmitted. Specifically, B and C can also be transmitted um, during sexual intercourse or any, um, any kind of intimate sexual contact. 
So make sure that you're practicing safe sex as well. So using condoms would be great for preventing hepatitis or any other STI. Um, and also not to share any of um, any uh, of the personal equipment. That is very important. And finally, the use of vaccines. Now, vaccines is very important in hepatitis. I think the fact they have a vaccine for, for a couple of types of hepatitis is great. Very easy way, and it's always available um, just to protect yourself and be safe out there. So it's actually an important key to prevent hepatitis. Um, now, while there aren't vaccinations for all the types, um, this is currently trying to develop now stuff like hepatitis C or um, hepatitis E. Now, still currently trying to develop vaccinations against that, which I think is absolutely amazing. Um, now, I have heard that there is a vaccination for hepatitis E in China, but not anywhere else. So again, the fact that they're trying to develop these kinds of vaccinations in other countries or whether it's not even available at all and they're trying to come up with it, that is um, that is fantastic. And it's also a very easy way to just stay safe and protect yourself from any of these um, types of um, hepatitis. And lastly, always make sure that you are speaking to a healthcare provider or physician if you have any concerns. It's important to also get tested. It's important to um, um, talk to them about, about anything that you're worried about, anything you would like to um, share. There's always someone out there to help you and give you a hand. Lastly, thank you so much for listening. I am so glad I was able to share this information with you. Stay tuned for weekly episodes on Let's Talk About Your Health. Take care of yourself and always be kind.